Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. And the Diamondbacks lead it 5-1. to one. Marte delivers again. This is BetQL Daily, presented by BetMGM from BetQL. Welcome back to BetQL Daily, presented by BetMGM. Eddie Gross, Joe Ostrowski, and Aaron Hawksworth here with you. And joining us now is former big league catcher Eric Kratz. Catch Eric on the Foul Territory Show on YouTube at 1 o'clock Eastern Time, Monday through Friday. Eric, thank you so much for joining us. Let's first talk about these Diamondbacks. How surprised are you by their postseason run? I mean, where do you start? They knocked off the mighty Dodgers. They Actually, I should start. They made it in first. Then they knocked (laughs) off the Dodgers. Or, yeah, I mean, they got through their wild card round pretty easily. But then the Dodgers were super easy to beat because they were just resting. And nobody can play when you're rested. So, This is the series that really is amazing to me. They went down 2-0 to this Phillies lineup who was dominating their two top starters. And now, look at them, game seven. This is is a coin flip. It's anybody's game. Yeah, I mean, they were dead and buried, right? That was a 10-0 game, and it was all about the boppers on the Phillies side. Nobody can stop them. They're just going to hit a ton of home runs every single day, and they've somehow (laughs) pushed this to seven. I don't think anybody was calling that. Um, what what A betting angle that we've been looking at in, in games like this, especially when you get to a Game 7 scenario, and, and we saw it last night uh, between Texas and Houston with everything on the line, uh, the starters getting pulled early. So you go under on outs recorded. How do you how do you see that playing out tonight with, with this specific matchup? We're not talking about the top of the rotation, guys. So how many times through the lineup can we expect these pitchers to go? No chance they go more than twice through. I know that's that's a cold take. That's a that's mm-hmm. an easy one. But <laughs> my thing, I think I saw the line was at 10 and a half and 11 and a half. I Correct. see the Diamondbacks pushing fought. Like, let's say apples to apples. If Ranger is doing well and fought's doing well and it's a tie game, one run game, I see fought actually getting pushed a little bit farther than Ranger, not because I think he's better, but because I think the Phillies have way more in their bullpen to go to super early. And I think if I were to, if I were to guess, I'm going to take the under on fought because I don't see him getting more than more than nine outs. And I think the under is 10 and a half. I think it's set at 10 and a half. And I take that under because I think they're going to be, they're going to, accelerate the whole like oh no Kyle Schwarber like we're afraid of him he's gonna hit a dinger 
So I see, mm-hmm. I see that under hitting, and I think Ranger will be able to last. I'm not even touching that 11 and a half. I, I want it, but I'm not touching it. What I would touch would be the would be the runs, would be the uh, over on the amount of runs allowed. I think it's both set at one and a half, but I'm not sure what those numbers are paying out at either. For, for what about- runs allowed for Suarez or both? For five. Okay. Okay, gotcha. What about the total for the game? There's eight, eight and a half. Where are you looking there? Man, I I loved the over in all of the Astros and Rangers games, and that was like easy cash because the over just kept hitting, kept hitting. Didn't matter if it was close, kept hitting. And then last night it was like the third inning, I think it hit, or the fourth inning it hit. <laughs> These games... Man, I I really like I really like the under because I don't want to push. I can't stand to push. So if it, if it locks in at eight, I don't even want it. If it's eight and a half, I like it. I see a six-two game. I don't think I don't think Ranger Suarez by chance has had the lowest ERA in postseason history for anybody over five for anybody over five starts. So you're gonna get. I'm thinking you're gonna get three to three and a third out of Ranger. And then the rest of that bullpen is just going to be stacked up and they're just going to set them up and mow them down. Speaking of bullpens, I'm probably even more surprised by this run by the Texas Rangers, because you look at the second half of the season, that bullpen was absolutely atrocious. And now they're coming through in droves in terms of stifling some outstanding lineups. And now here they are in the world series what can these Rangers do as far as pitching is concerned to where maybe they can win the whole darn thing? Well, this is why I was choosing the overs because yes, they helped the team win, but no, they didn't stymie them. It, it is a Bruce Bochy mm-hmm. land of magic when he brings guys in. I mean, he had to bring in his starter who already pitched two incredible games to get to the guys he wanted to get to. It shows what he believes. Whether I watch them every day in and day out, it doesn't matter. Bruce Bochy saying, I don't want to go to Chapman. There's a reason he's not going to Chapman. If he's saying, I want to go to, I want to go to Monty before I go to Andrew Heaney, who's way fresher, before I go to John Gray, I trust Bruce Bochy because he sees these guys every day and he'll let you know. So what do they have to do to win? their starters have to continue to do what they've done. The games where their starters have gone deep, it has set them up to get to their, I'm going to say, two-and-a-half-headed monster. Chapman's showing 104, even though I think he intentionally threw at McCormick last night. Showing 104 in the radar gun shows me, while he may spray the ball, he's got some legit stuff, so he's the kind of half-ahead. But if you can get to Spores, Chappie, and then LeClerc, to me, I think you need five and a third innings out of your starters. And right now, so far, it's only Scherzer and Monty that's shown that they can do that. And I think it's something that is, it's going to rear its head. But you also look at like two games, off day, three games, off day, two games. It sets up for them to be able to make sure they mitigate the wins that they need to win. In the sense of you can get probably an inning and a third out of Spores. You can get one inning out of Chappie and then an inning and a third out of LeClerc. So 
you're almost covering your four innings there. You need one extra out from somebody. Please step up and get an extra out. Uh, when looking at hitters for tonight, now typically if you're betting total bases, home runs, whatever it is, RBI, you're looking at that matchup with the starting pitcher. But as we mentioned, it might be 1AB. So it's probably something you don't even want to look at. Are you just looking for the for the hot guys? Are you looking for Marte or, or something like that? How, how do you handicap uh, tonight's game if, if you're looking at Phillies or D-backs? Well, I love looking at guys who handle the things that the bullpen is going to show them. Good, mm-hmm. A good instance is lefties out of the bullpen for Schwarber. If the walk, if the walk rate, I think was paying for Schwarber was like minus one Oh five. I've been killing the walks with guys that I think the matchups really work well. So that's a really boring bet, but they're going to bring in South Frank, Saul Frank, and he doesn't throw strikes. So they keep bringing him in and Schwarber doesn't swing at balls. So I've looked at that in that, in that type of case, but my, the one that really sticks out to me is JT real Muto. I see JT Real Muto being a guy who feasts off of guys who don't command the strike zone, but throw strikes. When I say that, I mean, you're looking at guys that are able to put their pitches in the strike zone, but not necessarily out of the lanes that guys can do damage on. And those are the guys that JT has feasted off of year in and year out. And I have a I have a solid plus 250 going Phillies win and JT with uh, two bases. But I also wanted wanted the RBI because I think he's going to be the guy they're going to pitch around other guys. And the Phillies may, I've heard rumblings, they may move him up to the four spot in the lineup and push Bohm to six. So there might be some stakes there. Now I'm betting on on him moving up in the lineup, but I also think they're going to pitch around the other guys to – bring in their predominant righties so he would be the matchup that I'm seeing they're saying okay well somebody has to beat us it's not going to be Harper or Schwarber I love it Mm -hmm. giving out some good prop ideas for tonight I want to look ahead to the World Series we know the Rangers secured home field advantage how much does that matter if at all against either one of these teams in the Diamondbacks or the Phillies I mean, clearly it matters against the Phillies. There's there's another level there. Like the other stadiums, the way I explain it, and I've been to playoffs in countless different stadiums, some stadiums have to, the Diamondbacks, the ones that are left, the Diamondbacks, the Rangers, they have to put on the board for the fans to get up, get loud, clap your hands. <laughs> like, it's like, you're in a, it's like you're in a studio and it's like they put the applause sign on. Okay, everybody, Philly? Philly, besides the like super rich people in the first three rows behind home plate, (laughs) everybody is standing. It's a, it's the way I explain it. It may not get louder than any other place because I've been in Milwaukee when that place was crazy. And when the dome is shut, you know, your decibels are all crazy. The difference is they start at a higher decibel. It's just a constant, just buzz and like a vibration in the stadium. It's because everyone's on, on their feet and, Props to Merrill Kelly last night. Merrill Kelly did what nobody has been able to do coming into Philly. So there is theirs is the best home field advantage. And you know what? Nobody wants to see a Diamondbacks Rangers series. Like it would just be the East Coast would just <laughs> you'd see the lights going out on the East Coast and people would just be like <sighs> sleeping. Mm-hmm. <laughs> 
It's a good snooze sound effect. You have to teach me how to do that. I like that one. Uh, is there a matchup the Rangers would prefer <laughs> uh, between the Diamondbacks or Phillies, or does it even matter? Uh, that's a good question. Um, obviously, you know, I think there's one that they're going to they're gonna say we're going to beat everybody, but there's probably one team that they feel like they match up better against. And I think, you know, if I'm just if I'm just spitballing here, why would they want the Phillies over the Diamondbacks? I mean, I guess four games ago, nobody would have wanted the Phillies over anybody. They would have picked you'd have taken the field. But I think now the Phillies have been shown that they can be pitched to. I think the issue that the Rangers are going to run into if they face the Diamondbacks is just unfamiliarity with the team. The Rangers and Phillies, you know, you've seen these guys, you've seen what they can do, and they really are just, you know, you see what they're, you see their true colors. You know, they're going to hit homers. They're going to put at-bats together. And the Diamondbacks, it's like, oh, they, they can't hit homers. Home run, home run. Ah, oh, they're not stealing bases. Oh, wait, game six, we're going to steal four bases. So they can beat you in separate ways. While I think the Phillies are the better team, I think the Diamondbacks will be really scary. For NLCS MVP, is it as simple as Phillies win, Schwarber's the MVP, Diamondbacks win, Marte's the MVP, or does it depend on tonight? I mean, you're talking about some epic epic game by, I'm trying to think, who's had a really good series on the Phillies side. Harper? You know, JT goes for – who? Bryce? Yeah, he's he's been okay. I'm saying try, trying to like figure out a way to get through it. I mean, it could be it could be so much so that if you're not going to give it to Schwarber, you know, if Ranger comes out and deals tonight, if Ranger goes five innings, I can't believe we're saying that in an elimination game. Oh man, if our starter can get through five, <laughs> five that would be epic. <laughs> um, you know, he's been he's been really 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 good for them in kind of a low light situation um but i i mean i really think there's it's Marte and schwarber and the rest i mean when you when you put up numbers yeah. like they've been putting up Marte, i see him continuing his hit streak tonight and breaking the record all that stuff will will definitely lead into it there is the logic out there that if the phillies are minus 165 favorites to win this game and win the pennant then, okay, great. Why don't you just bet on Kyle Schwarber at minus 115 to win MVP, bigger payout, and maybe it's worth uh, some inherent risk there. For sure. I, I don't see I don't see who would take that up, but I have to look at the numbers. I'd have to look to see what, what Bryce's numbers are. I just don't see – I don't see Bryce Harper hitting two home runs tonight to, to overtake him, you know, like a big game time, big game – winning home run. I just, they're not going to throw to him. They're not in those situations. I still am flabbergasted that the Padres one didn't bring Hader in to face him last year. And two were pitching to Schwarber and that, I mean, to Harper in that situation, you know, it, to me, it's all about who does not hurt you. And I'm going to let Schwarber hurt me more because of what my matchups are. And I'm going to not let Harper hurt me because even if I have a lefty in, it's his third hitter, which is how they've been stacking it the whole time. I just don't see them throwing to him. They're going to be like, yeah, here's a slider. Oh, you didn't swing. Okay. We'll bring in the righty to face boom. 
you know, we'll bring in Castro, we'll bring in Frias, we'll bring in, and then they'll go right, left, right. And so that's why I really think JT is such a huge, huge linchpin for this whole game. Yeah, for sure, Joe. Yeah, yeah. Um, what is there anything on the Rangers side as far as World Series MVP that you would take a look at? At this point, you probably want to wait and see the winner of tonight, unless you have a really strong opinion on on which which team is going to break through here. But as far as you know, World Series MVP, are there any longer shots? We've seen longer shots win, like a few years ago. Solaire won. Uh, we with the Red Sox, Call there it. was an unbelievable number. We we had it too. Would you get 40, 30, 40, somewhere in there? Right? I think it was I think it was four. I think it was four. I think I think it was forty. I, I had to go back yeah, and look, but 40. it was my buddy, my buddy, when I texted him about Solaire, he was like, What? But it's the same thing I've been talking about the whole time. Yeah. It's it's not going to be the guy that you think you think should beat you. Like, look at when Seeger beat it. When Seeger when Seeger won it. Like they weren't, they didn't circle Seeger as the best hitter in that lineup. So you have to me, that's where, yes, I'm gonna take a little bit of money on Seeger. I haven't seen what the I haven't seen what it is yet. I haven't seen what the what the numbers are. But sure. Simeon is I'm sure his money is so high right now. Tell me, tell me what his money is because he is so overdue. He's like a 12 month pregnant lady right now. And <laughs> he's six, 16 to one. <laughs> 16, 16 to one. I feel like I need to have a little bit on that. I feel like I yeah, need to have a little bit on that to get, because he's going to have some type of progression. And I don't think Adolis and this will depend on where, who they face. If the Phillies face the Rangers, yeah, mm-hmm. Garcia struggles with the fastball, and the Phillies can really throw the fastball. The Diamondbacks don't have as big a fastballs, and I think that I think that Adolis could could be a big could be a big spot there because you're navigating Seager. I think they can't let Seager, no matter who it is, beat them. Good stuff. Big league catcher, Eric Kratz. Thank you so much for your time. Make sure to catch Eric on the Foul Territory Show on YouTube at 1 o'clock Eastern time, Monday through Friday. This is BetQL Daily presented by BetMGM NBA stuff right here on the BetQL Network. That's coming up.